Yo, 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 yo. What wow, is going on? I, heard I that almost echo. spilled. <laughs> <laughs> I almost spilled my water one second into this podcast. <laughs> Every single time there's some shit going on that I'm not prepared for. Sorry, man. The problem is you're drinking flat water right now. Any other beverage that is actually worth money, you'd probably hold on to a little stronger. <laughs> Joke's on you, Ty. My finger slipped and I almost spilled my San Pelli. Um, yeah, that's right. That would be tragic. Can you imagine a, like, you're just like a middle-aged Italian man. You work in the Pelli factory, like, south of Lake Como. And you package up this water, you ship it all the way across the world just for Eric to spill it on his white oak floors. <laughs> yeah, I spilled it on my Italian marble countertop. There's kind mm-hmm. of like a sweet poetry to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Back to which you came. Mm-hmm. Full circle moment. Oh, that is man. beautiful. Yeah. I'm sipping on an iced latte. I made it myself. Four ice cubes, a splash of oat milk, and a mm. uh, pole of espresso from my house espresso machine. Feeling pretty good. Feeling zooted, ready to pood, poodcast. <laughs> um, we got a lot to talk about today, Eric. A lot to talk about. Starting with the your home espresso machine. Is that what you call your Nespresso? No, mine's a legit espresso machine. Like I put the thing in the thing and it steams the milk and it makes the like sound when the (laughs) espresso comes out. It's, it's legit. It's very cheap. I was given it for free, but it still pulls a half decent shot. If you put good enough beans in it. Wow. That's, that's very nice. Um, I have two methods of making coffee at home. One is my extremely over the top, a uh, mm-hmm. stovetop machine which mm-hmm. looks like Rick Owens like pulled it out of his ass totally it's the only like <laughs> kitchen utility that's from the dark shadow collection <laughs> no it's the full mainline Rick but your your espresso machine is probably from dark shadow if I'm being honest fair enough um quick <laughs> side sidetrack here I think it's kind of uh poor taste of Tommy Cash to roll up to the Rick Owens show, like dressed like a mime. Like he took all the press away from the actual artistry of that runway line. What are your thoughts mm. on that? Do you agree? Do you think he was like, I don't know, overstepping? I don't know who Tommy Cash is. He's the, he's the mime, the mime in the yellow Crocs. He's just the mime. He's, is he a mime in his full-time position or just Dude. during the Rick show? Okay, I don't really know what, like, his Instagram bio says artist, but I think he's kind (laughs) of a, like, big company plant to get into the fashion world because he'll Mm. wear something outrageous. Mm, Interesting. So is it, like, satirizing the whole fashion week uh, calendar where he's like, this is all a bunch of yuppies and I'm going to infiltrate by playing their own game and beating them at it? Yeah, exactly. He's the only one truly exposing that fashion might be a scam. <laughs> that ain't no secret, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did see Pharrell posted his like ID badge, and like the the scammer in me was like, it's like a the spinoff of Marley and me. The scammer <laughs> in me um, saw that and was like, oh, this is extremely easy to just Photoshop like an orange stripe the words Louis Vuitton 
and then my name and then like a mm. little square image of my face print that on like a plastic card and then you have lifetime access to every louis show wow not only the show but you could probably walk into the back room at any boutique mm-hmm. and just help yourself to the merchandise yeah exactly like i'm here to click my store discount <laughs> mm-hmm. flash it and then just I know, like just name a you just write down any number i guess it'll have to match your name i don't know ty there's I don't really. It depends on their dis- figure out. It depends on their discount system, right? Like I learned from my hotel front desk employee at the Ace last week that all um, employees of the Ace Hotel get a pretty hefty discount at La Labo. So if you just walk into La Labo and say you work for the Ace, they'll just give you the discount. There's no company card. There's no other. There's a tip mm-hmm. for the the listeners. Um, another tip to save money: you can, if you use code Breadhead, you can get fifteen percent <laughs> off your entire purchase at layered superfoods get get some uh coffee creamer get some i don't know really what else they sell some granola bars (laughs) protein shake powder you can replicate ty's coffee with a splash of creamer um just go ahead and cop that from layered and you know what you might even have a better coffee than ty's because ty unless yours has adaptogenic mushrooms in it um, I think it's safe to say that the listeners will create something more healthy than you. There is nothing adaptogenic about my beverage, so you are <laughs> absolutely correct, Eric. If anything, your stomach has to adapt to that coffee because it could end in disaster. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's um, infiltrating a foreign landscape. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of foreign landscapes, I think we need to talk about the submarine sandwich in the room, Eric. <laughs> um, as the you know... And- the lost sub, yeah. Uh, sandwich artists nationwide are mourning the loss of the big sub. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Tough times, Ty. They, you know, they found it, right? They found the remnants of it. I did hear about that. Much like when a portion of your meatball slip onto the floor uh, off of your foot-long sandwich, they found some <laughs> wreckage on the ocean mm-hmm. floor. I was literally just thinking that, too, like... It's like, you know, a foot long has been in the vicinity when you can see a black olive. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like they found remnants of a sandwich somewhere, of a sub per se. And then, you know, the, the rest of it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, dude. You walk into a room, you see that black olive. You're like, it's kind of like a, a a professional tracker tracing an elk. And you like find prints. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, there was a... Uh, the bmt here mm-hmm. and you like listen mm-hmm. and smell you smell <laughs> Look mm-hmm. at the i'm downwind of a of a steak and cheese yeah <laughs> i'm downwind from an imploded sub because my sandwich artist sat on it <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, shit. Ah, uh, shit it is it is unfortunate that they that fi- these five souls unsubscribed from the earth uh, <laughs> with this uh with this journey um, sub lovers nationwide are mourning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i wonder if it's the first time that people have died by sub i mean i'm sure <laughs> at subway i'm sure at subway there is um probably a hidden death count somewhere at hq it's like fuck another one guys the tuna took another life today. <laughs> Dude, if you if you even think about the term sub as generally as you can, you got submarine sandwiches, you got submarines, and you got subway cars. And all three of those are just death traps, quite literally, in some cases. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. And then you got the submissive know. little twinks that eat at Subway. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> so each one of those things, I'd be curious what the body count for each definition of wow. Subway is and who's winning. Because Submarine just picked up five this week, which you'd think would be a big blip. But I think if you compare the bar charts of different submarines, the submarine sandwich probably has the highest kill count. Mm-hmm, that's right. And if anyone thinks we're being insensitive by joking around about this submarine, um, just know that Subway has taken more lives mm-hmm. than anything. And we've been joking about that for two and a half years now. And I think it's just important to redirect our energy to the real killer, you know, the, the serial killer of sorts. Like there's mm-hmm. choking. There's just generally bad diet leading to heart disease. There's slipping in mm. a puddle of sweet onion sauce and cracking mm. your skull on the green mm. and red brick of Subway. That's right. Those five billionaires signed a waiver before going to the depths of the ocean. Um, but what was the last time you signed a waiver to eat at Subway, Ty? You're putting never your life at risk. Me, <laughs> never made me sign a waiver. I don't know why. You're putting your life at risk every single time you take a bite of that sweet, sweet footlong. And mm-hmm. I mean, thank God, I mean, you're still here to tell the tale. I know. I think in both the cases of the sub uh, marine and the subway sandwich, neither of them wants to talk about a waiver or talk about health and safety precautions because that addresses the elephant in the room, which is that maybe this shit is not that safe. Mm-hmm, that's right. Oh, fuck. It, it would be, uh, as they call, spilling the beans mm-hmm. or spilling yeah. the black olives, I guess. Spilling something, spilling some marinara. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So wow, Eric, God. I got a few questions about you because I want I want to try to empathize with these uh, deep sea divers. Let's say that it didn't implode right away and they had 20 hours of oxygen down there. You're trapped. You're trapped in the booth. This is this is the <laughs> the eternal podcasting booth, if you will. Mm-hmm. How do you kill the time? What do you do with those last 20 hours? Interesting. That's a long time to be confined to a small little cylinder um with four other strangers Mm -hmm. i guess you can probably i don't know create some conversation around all being extremely rich Mm -hmm. i'm I'm just curious like what everyone else in the room has like wasted their money on and like how they got rich Mm -hmm. you know that would probably be an entertaining way to spend 20 hours totally their biggest w and biggest l at at the mall Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could do some cool, fun, uh, verbal gameplay like that. It would be a good opportunity for all five to rally together and record a pilot episode of their own cast. Um, wow. Honestly, though, like from an outsider looking in and reading the news, the best thing they probably could have done is just banged on the side of the sub the entire time. Because that's <laughs> the only thing anyone was looking for was the sound of banging. People mm-hmm. love hearing people bang. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've been, they would have been banging for hours and hours mm-hmm. on end, but to no one's uh, success. Yeah, I guess what we what we know now, Ty, is that as soon as the sub hit the, the bottom of the ocean's stomach, it just blew up. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just got squished into... Um, a tiny little six inch and that's it the instant instant uh digestion if you will it is crazy you know when you like those videos where you look into the pupil and you see uh like uh like starry night sky and 
or you look at a cell and like the universe is all connected, right? And if you mm-hmm. imagine a submarine hitting the bottom of the ocean and exploding and a foot long veggie patty coming down into my stomach, landing at the bottom <laughs> and also exploding. And then it kind of makes sense why I always have stomach pain after consuming Subway. It, mm-hmm. like It's just a part of nature and you mm-hmm. can't fight it. You have to embrace it. These things happen. Mm-hmm. It, if God has his way, I will survive <laughs> my next foot long. Yeah, all those billionaires chose to make it God's way that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was this was God's plan. This was God's plan all along. Mm-hmm. Oh, fairly weird. Very weird news. It's it's Very so weird. fascinating though how the entire world stopped. <laughs> it's like we needed a news story to just rally behind as a society. Like mm-hmm. COVID's long gone. You know, Trump is nowhere to be seen. Tucker has been fired. Mm-hmm. All we have now is a submarine. (laughs) You know, what's crazy is I've actually observed like with lack of global political conversation, Netflix's stock price goes up. If there's global (laughs) political conversation, stock Mm -hmm. price goes down. If there's nothing to talk about, price goes up. And I think it's because people are like, I guess I'll watch Love is Blind with everybody else because there's Mm -hmm. nothing else going on. We all want to feel a part of the global village. You know why? I think I think Netflix should pause all operations when like Trump is like <laughs> running for president because it's more entertaining than any Netflix show because mm-hmm. the stakes are higher. It's like I want to know how this ends because it affects my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a 4D viewing experience. It's my 4D signature fit. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and that would be really smart business of them. Like, okay, something big's happening nationwide. Let's go back in the lab and just like work on our cut scenes a little bit more until this blows over because why why are we as a media platform trying to convince like compete with real world events that's Mm -hmm. crazy they're like no don't pay attention to real world events come Mm -hmm. into our fictional reality Mm -hmm. come on i think the the worst side effect of all this ty is now my youtube algorithm is like suggesting me like fun submarine videos from like two Mm -hmm. years ago and i'm like this was a this was a temporary fling like mm-hmm. once this is done, I'm going back to watching the Grand Tour, um, or the the Tour de France. You know mm-hmm. all the all the shows that I'm currently into, including the Kardashians, which I'm fully caught up on right now, um, and the Idol, of course. Of course, yeah. Like I don't need to hear about what James Cameron did five years ago. I don't. I don't <laughs> want to know the entire lore or history of all submarines. Mm, there was some good lore, though. I will. I will indulge in some of that because there was like something around like the son of one of the rich guys who was um, like partying while his like dad was like missing. Oh yeah. Was <laughs> like, he, he like DMing OnlyFans models and going to Pokemon <laughs> too? <laughs> yeah. He was living his uh, best single life, I guess, because he was um, tweeting ladies I'm single and attending the concert shortly after. So mm-hmm. I mean, his mind is, He's pussy whipped, Ty. He's not thinking about his daddy. Damn, you're right. I, uh, That's crazy. I, I, I'm okay with that lore. It's good to have uh, public male role models. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a healthy way to um, signal your consent. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's like, ladies, I am single. I am consenting to a relationship right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. need to applaud this consensual king. Yeah, for sure. He's signing a public terms of service. <laughs> 
Speaking of uh, signing a public terms of service tie, we talked a little bit about, did we, did we talk about Zion? Zion Williamson, the basketball player who impregnated a uh, OnlyFans model. Oh, yeah. And then we talk about this? Was he, on, he was on blast on Twitter for this, I think. Yeah, I don't remember if I had like, I had two basketball topics. Yeah, we didn't get like, to this one. So you, you can reservice it one. now. Yeah. Okay, Ty. For those who don't know, um, Zion Williamson, like failed NBA prospect, <laughs> like mm-hmm. so much hype coming into the league, came to the league, did, didn't do shit all, like just useless. Um, still secure the bag though. Still secure the bag, and that is a that is a W for the short term at least. But mm-hmm. um, he like recently announced he got his like girlfriend pregnant on like Instagram or something, and mm. she's like obviously like some OnlyFans chick, and then. Like while everyone's like happy for him, you see this other actual porn star on Twitter put him on blast for being like, "Yo, literally a day ago you said you were gonna fly me out and pay for my entire lifestyle Ooh. so I can be your girlfriend in whatever New Orleans. That's where he's playing ball, right?" And then she's like, "What gives?" And she showed photos, not screenshots, but photos of a Snapchat conversation, which you know that's how you know it's legit. Yeah, um, yeah. Of him saying like, it's like, yeah, don't worry, I'll like pay you like seventy five k a month or something to like come live with me. I'm like, Yo, that's this guy's crazy. Bad, yeah. And so then, he, he's trying to order the double tuna. He's ordering the double meat, <laughs> the double <laughs> roast beef. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, it's just like a crazy saga for this kid because he's just um, addicted to girls with talent, I guess. Hmm. Well, he's. A NBA player. He's got the inches to pull it off. Um, he has more the... ways than one. <laughs> Damn it. Um, yeah, he probably does. And um, speaking of like signing up public terms of service, this porn star that's been calling him out is so like thirsty for attention that she got mm-hmm. his name tattooed on her face. I saw this today. No. no. <laughs> yeah. So she's not really upset about this. She's just craves the limelight. The, uh, the warm light of the hurt. toaster oven of Earth. <laughs> yeah, she's probably hurt. She ordered a spicy footlong and she ordered the spicy tuna melt and couldn't mm-hmm. handle it, I guess. Damn. Yeah. So now she's uh, chugging some carbonated beverage to try to make it better, but it's only making it worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. To be fair, Ty, I don't know if I will fully fall for this video that she posted because they like did the outline of the tattoo. And then, like, the guy, like, goes to do it, do the tattoo, and then it cuts. So there's a mm-hmm. chance that it's all just staged, like, nonsense. But Yo, who knows? Nothing is real anymore. Did the submarine even go missing? Did she get the Xeon tattoo? Can't, <laughs> you can't believe anything you see or hear unless it's from the mouths of the co-hosts of Think Fresh podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ty this whole time thought I was talking about a car when I said Scion. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you fell in love with your your whip. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Car dudes be like, I'm getting my <laughs> I'm getting my car tatted on my face. Hell yeah, yo, you. Oh. There's like some F three fifty type dudes out there that are actively booking that appointment. Mm-hmm. Ty, you mm-hmm. had a fun week. You said so you went to a comedy show. How was that? Yo, it was pretty funny. I uh, got I, I got I got put on blast by the comedian. You know what he said to me, <laughs> Eric? You know what that guy said to me? He pointed at me and said, you, 
you are the whitest person I've ever seen. He said, and then he, like, and then he addressed the crowd and he said, look at this guy. <laughs> and then he said, wow. bro, he said, bro, you look like you own a timeshare. Oh, okay. I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of a backhanded compliment. That's what I thought because I thought like, oh, the all my investment in old money fits is starting to pay off. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're... <laughs> Your your quiet luxury efforts have gone noticed, which is mm-hmm. the opposite of quiet luxury, I guess. I know, but I've been exposed. Yeah, um, that's fascinating. So, were you sitting front row? Just paint the picture for me. Yeah, for sure. Pretty small venue. Uh, I'm in the upper stair stairs of an old warehouse on the downtown east side, and mm. there's about forty chairs and a small stage. I'm I'm in the middle of it. I'm at like the fifth bite of the foot long. So I am, I am, and I'm avoiding, I I have state like positioned myself to avoid any type of heckling from the, uh, the comedians yet. They Mm -hmm. were able to seek me out. I just glow like that in a room. Mm. Um, interesting. Um, whenever I seat myself in a comedy show, I always try to go to the front row because I want to be, I want to be roasted. Because I want to like fire back at the comedian, you know what I mean? I want to be looking like, for a fight. Yeah, if they call me white, I'll be like, "Well, haha, you're like Mexican." <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's always there's always a way to clap back, Ty. And That's true. what did you say in response? Did you just what? stand up and do a twirl, or what did you do? Yeah, I took a bow. I don't like to clap back, Eric, because I feel like it takes away from their inertia. I want them to like triple down on it because you know what I crave, Eric? I crave feedback. I like the feedback. (laughs) It helps me grow as a person and um, improve my Mm -hmm. own personal brand. So I took that away. I thought, okay, these were pretty small logos on my designer clothing. They're going to have to go smaller. That was my takeaway. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good feedback loop. And if if we don't know by now, based on, you know, you having this podcast, um, you're a patron of the arts and you respect artistry and you want to let mm-hmm. them cook. You know what I mean? You're not going to get in the way of that. Totally. If my sandwich artist, like, let's just hypothetically, if my sandwich artist, this never happened, but if they ever wanted Spoke. to, yeah, <laughs> propose an idea, I, I'd entertain that. I would let them cook. Of course. Of course. I want to, you know, I've been inspired by you, Ty. I want to go and like strike up a conversation with my artist. I know it sounds crazy, but I want to ask them like, how long have you been working here, dude? Like, like, do you always work lunch? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I just want to know like, what's going on with this, this cat? It's very (laughs) flirtatious questions, Eric. Um, That's just straightforward questions. You know, it's all, it's all in the eye contact, Ty. I was vibing with a gang of friends at uh, the park last weekend and pretty big group of people. I don't know most of them. One girl comes up and joins the picnic blanket on one side and she's carrying six inches of sandwich. And I'm like, damn, people rolling up to a group hang with Subway, ballsy. Then 15 minutes later, another dude who I hadn't met pulls up from the other side of the blanket, six inches of sandwich in hand. <laughs> and both of them made a comment about how like they don't normally eat Subway, but it was just the right thing to do on the way here. And it's everyone's guilty pleasure. No one wants to admit that they like it, but we all go back to it and eat it in our mm-hmm. PJs at home. It, <laughs> at yeah, it is, it's the toxic X of fast food. <laughs> 
anyways, the one dude, he then goes into this story about how he's like, when I ordered this sandwich today, I just said the artist, make me whatever you think is best. Something we, you and I have discussed and tried uh, time and time again on this podcast, but it was fun to be look from the outside in on another person's very human experience of doing that. And mm. apparently what happened was he made this request and the artist said, do you like chicken? And then he said, I do like chicken. And then the artist made him a crispy chicken sandwich. Wow. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. It was brilliant. <laughs> something, something that we've deliberated at length, Ty. The mm-hmm. artist-patron relationship, how much responsibility falls in either group, um, how the artist's background and their context will influence the sandwich they make for you, whether you designed it or not. It's all very mm-hmm. complex. Yeah, it is. It's more of an act of negotiation than it is an act of pure creation. Uh, But I'm learning that's the case with all things, you know, no one wants to really give you what you want in this world. You have to take it. That's right, Ty. You got to take it. Uh, Before we sign off for this episode, Eric, there's one more topic I want to discuss with you. Have you had a Mm -hmm. chance to run back the new Young Thug album? (laughs) Yes, I have. Um, I've listened to it a few times over. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. What about you? I am absolutely enjoying it. I can't believe he got so many people to be featured on it while hanging out in prison. And <laughs> this is the thing that's blowing my mind about this album, Eric, is one, it's really good. And two, he recorded it from jail. I'm, I'm thinking like, if he can do, do this from jail, like what are all the other prisoners doing? Like, surely they could be doing something more than, like, pounding license plates together, you know? Mm -hmm. This guy's making art here. Like, what's Jared been up to? Like, is he going to drop a new sub soon? Like, what's going on here? (laughs) What are the prisoners up to? I'm so curious. How did did he even get in the booth? Do they have a podcasting booth at Rikers? Like, what's going on? (laughs) These are good questions, and I have no idea. I don't know if they, you know, if I mean, Thug, I, I'm, I have no doubt that he probably runs the show in the prison, especially in Atlanta, if that's where he is. Like, mm-hmm. he's probably the king of, he's King Slime, right? So mm-hmm. everyone's going to bend over for him, not literally, but emotionally. they're going to, yeah, emotionally, and maybe they will bring in equipment. Like, he can probably source like a mic, um, you know, <laughs> maybe some sound soundproof like insulation for his cell, you know, things yeah, like dude. that. Like uh, other prisoners are trying to get like some cocaine snuck into the prison, or perhaps a knife like baked into a cake. But young thugs <laughs> trying to get like a lapel mic and a cupcake coming <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to get um he's trying to get Gunna to re up his uh, anchor subscription so mm-hmm. that he can he can hop into the booth once more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know I don't know if that's how he did it. Do you think like fuck like is he literally in the jail like twenty four seven or is he able to leave, go to maybe a second room because he's like in in court also so he's not just like right. in jail right he's like kind of he's he's mobile he's moving around he's uh, totally. Potentially, he has an hour here and there to drop a verse, um, 
maybe, you know, Metro Boomin is executive producing mostly album and he's just offering some vocals. We don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really know. All I can tell you, though, is like whether it's the jail cell or the courtroom or maybe he's in isolation in the prison. They're Mm -hmm. all acoustically ideal for both podcasting and audio recording just generally. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason that he couldn't, as long as he's got a remote setup, start Mm -hmm. jamming to some beats. I mean, it's really, really just comes down to um, the echo, in my opinion. But, you know, why add the reverb in post when you can just record it in a jail cell? Mm-hmm. Natty <laughs> Reverb. That's sick. Natty Reverb. <laughs> um, his last album tie was also two years ago. So I think there is a chance that he has like work in progress stuff that he was able to just like get someone to finish for him. Because think about it. This album only has... 47 minutes worth of music on it Mm. and his last one had half half the music one hour yeah (laughs) you're right you're right it's shorter um and also on this album half the music is other rappers exactly so there could be some creativity happening in the logistics area of ysl the label not the gang Mm -hmm. um the gang's doing just fine (laughs) (laughs) so dude i think ysl the label this is their equivalent of a gofundme like all the other Uh rappers are coming together and they're like let's put a project out help thugga like we need to we need to free jeffrey then we need to raise some money for bail Mm -hmm. absolutely gunna's on the album gunna also dropped his Mm -hmm. own album last Mm -hmm. maybe earlier this week uh, or last last Friday, I think. It's amazing how even behind bars, the level of collaboration is greater than that at Subway. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, it transcends borders and prison bars. But mm-hmm. you have to have friends on the outside. And this is why Jared never dropped a new sandwich or <laughs> diet or anything. Like, yeah, that's right. Good thing he never got into the art of creating sandwiches. Mm -hmm. uh, who knows what you would find in in those that would be a natural progression if he had stayed cozy with the brand would be to like jared's picks as far as footlongs uh we Mm -hmm. didn't quite get there though i don't think we should be (laughs) mimicking jared's taste in any way Mm -hmm. i do wonder though like is he just rotting away there is he on a good fitness regime is he is he is he dead? I don't really know what's going on. Didn't he drop a a letter like a he, he dropped the cipher, <laughs> um, a manifesto, a manifesto like kind of recently, didn't he? Like maybe even Shit. last year. I don't know. I'll check I, I vaguely remember seeing something like this, and I feel like we either forgot to talk about it or just subconsciously like decided not to. Wow, it does kind of uh, slip our mind sometimes. I am noticing right now that in March of 2023, there was a uh, documentary film called Jared from Subway Catching a Monster, and it premiered (laughs) in March. So we should probably look that up and report back to the breadheads on that. I would be curious to learn a little bit more about the Jared lore. That is uh, a great opportunity for a business trip, Ty. I think we need to schedule some time together to dummy some butt heavies and watch the jared doc a last dance of sorts (laughs) (laughs) wow that's amazing wow 
this would be a really funny brand activation for Think Fresh. Mm-hmm, I think so. We'll do a uh, rare two-hour take on this rare two-hour take on Jared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna have to do like you know when they film like the Kardashians, they do like a cutaway mm-hmm. where they like interview the person like after every scene. Like we need to do that basically. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. pause the doc. And then be like, okay, he just like published some child porn <laughs> on his Tumblr. You know, I can't believe it. It's crazy. Uh. Yeah, dude, it'll be like on a DVD with the director's cut, but it'll be the Think Fresh cut or the artist's mm. cut, we'll call it. And that's used. We use a bread knife right down the middle. Right down, Absolutely. almost the middle. Uh, well, speaking of the middle tie, we are at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, be sure to check out those links in the description of this episode to get some nice, fresh discounts on Laird Superfood, Wongo Puzzles, and Zencaster. That's right. You can mm-hmm. be a podcaster just like us and give your unhinged takes on topics like the submarine, Jared, things like that. Things mm-hmm. no one really needs to hear about, but wants to. Mm-hmm. Inject yourself into the cultural discourse, just like us. You don't need a Twitter right. account. You just need a microphone and a Zencaster account. And um, good news for you guys. There's a microphone in your laptop that you can use. That's what I'm using. <laughs> Sounds great. Same here. Well, kings, queens, thank you for listening. And we will chat to you next week. Ciao. Ciao.